Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Let's get it. Good morning, 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 good people. Monday, August 22nd. 2022 y'all decided to wake y'all asses up with ray g and for that i appreciate you being here man you know i was out on friday had surgery on thursday uh but i'm back in the building man i, I did not want to get wally pipped by jay rich i heard the enthusiasm from all of y'all out there how good he did how better the, how much better the show was without me Without me, damn it, it's it's Wake Up with Ray G, not Jay Rich, but I don't know. Jay Rich held it down enough that you might be seeing him uh, by himself a little bit more. Appreciate everything he did. Jay, good morning to you and good morning to the people in the building who we got. Dominic, Marlon, James, Mike A, Cole Whirl in the building, Bruning, Roe in the building. I see James, Jay Peters. Hey, man, Jay Peters screwed me in the auction yesterday. We're in an auction draft. Jay Peters screwed me over. Troy in the building. Squad, squad, squad. Ty, what's up? Ricardo, it's good to see everybody. I missed y'all, man. Where's the uh, where's the sponsors at? Where's Prize Picks at? Got to get the got to get the money on the screen. There we go. Boom. Prize Picks, wake up. Jay Rich, how you doing today, baby? I'm good, man. I'm good. Definitely, uh, you know, appreciate having you back. It was yeah. a little stressful doing the solo show. I was watching. I, I will admit that. But I wanted to definitely say thank you to everybody who reached out, said good job, all that stuff. Yeah. I do appreciate it. But glad to have you back, Ray. I know that the people are glad to have you back, I'm sure. So yeah, good to see you back, hopefully. You know, the Achilles is slowly healing. We know it's a long process. It's not good, Jay. Feeling, okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. I'm going to be propping my leg up throughout the show. You might see underwear. Just just don't mind me, man. This is this family. Roll. We family here, man. I could walk around in my damn drawers. Like, y'all are good with that, right? We family, baby. Be all right. But I'm glad, I'm yeah, glad yeah. to be back, Jay. You did a great job. Honestly, man, you did a phenomenal job on the show on Friday, and I think we got some good things down the line. Uh, college football is back. NFL is yep. back, damn near. And I think we got some cool things on the on the wake-up lineup that people are really going to appreciate. But we won't announce that yet. We'll roll it out slowly, and they'll see. Uh, but we got a lot to get to, Jay. I don't want to play around. Uh, we're going to go through every game, kind of some takeaways, some observations. But you got a little bit of news for us, right? Yes, for sure. Let's get it. Yeah, let's get it. All right, so this is Straight Facts, where I present nothing but, but we're starting off in Tampa Bay, where, you know, last week we talked about when is Tom Brady coming back? Well, it was reported that Tom Brady will be back early this week, but unfortunately for the Bucks, they also lose their starting guard, Aaron Stinney, to a torn ACL and MCL, so another injury for this Bucks offensive line. There was a small report that Tristan Wirfs should be coming back soon, but he is also dealing with an injury, so... Hopefully this Bucks offensive line can get it going because, you know, obviously they're favorites for the NFC South. They're one of the title favorites. So a lot of things riding on that offensive line. Hopefully they can get it together. On top of that, for the Packers, David Bakhtiari did clear off the pup yesterday. So he had ACL surgery last year. We thought he may come back, but ultimately he didn't. So now he's off the pup. Hopefully getting back for Aaron Rodgers. So lots of good things for Green Bay and their offensive line. Obviously, we love the running backs there. We don't love the wide receivers, but Christian Watson did return to practice. So he's been cleared to practice. So another rookie that we're expecting some things from finally back at practice with a few weeks to go till the regular season. Pete Carroll also announced that Ken Walker's surgery was successful, but that he there is no timetable for return right now. He initially said he's hopeful for week one. It's not looking like that's going to be the case for Ken Walker. When do we see him? I'm not sure. Rashad Penny, I believe, still deal dealing with the injury. We talked about Travis Homer and DJ Tallis being part of that backfield. 
I don't know what's going to happen now, but with Ken Walker not coming back right away, hard to know exactly when to expect him to start, but he will be back at some point, obviously. Michael Thomas is apparently dealing with a bit of a hamstring injury, which is a new injury. It was uh, reported by Dennis Allen. He said that there's he sat out practice with a bit of a hamstring injury. That's kind of all we know right now. But Jameis Winston did return to seven-on-seven seven practice and was throwing the ball a little bit. So he is back, and we don't have to see so much Andy Dalton. Hopefully we'll see a lot more Jameis Winston. And then I saw that, Ray, I'm sure you saw this. Isaiah Spiller did deal with a minor ankle injury. I don't believe we've got an update on that yet, but that was on Saturday in the game. Tyquan Thornton, I don't know if he broke his collarbone, but he suffered a collarbone injury and expected out eight plus weeks. So that's not good for a guy that we were expecting something from to bolster that pass offense. Now we're stuck with Nelson Aguilar, Devontae Parker, and Jacoby Myers. And then your boy, Matt Corral, suffered a Liz Frank injury, which is a midfoot sprain injury. We saw it with Hollywood Brown, Travis Etienne last season out for the year, and Derrick Henry as well last season, also suffering the midfoot sprain. We don't know what the status is, but it's more so about a pain tolerance issue, I believe, and more so planting on that leg. Not as bad for a quarterback. So he may be come back this season, but it does depend on the severity of that injury. So we'll see what happens to Matt Corral, but he was in a boot over the weekend, and we're not sure exactly what his timetable is for return, but I'm sure he will be back at some point. Ray, anything you want to touch on here before we get into the preseason games? Nah, man, let's just jump right into it. And um, we want to kind of talk about what we learned, right? Preseason week two, a lot of teams, they they weren't playing. There's some teams didn't play their starters at all, and some teams let yeah. the starters run rampant. Uh, some gave them a, a series here or there. Uh, there was a lot of, lot to take away. This was uh, this was an interesting week of preseason football, and I had nothing else to do but lay in the bed and watch all of it, literally. Just watch all of it. There was nothing else to do. Um, and as always, we're contractually obligated to start off with the Washington Commanders. So we're just going to start off with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Commanders and what what we kind of learned or what I took away from that game. And the most important thing, uh, in my opinion, Jay, is Patrick Mahomes is going to be just fine. I mean, he just yeah. he looks it doesn't matter. It doesn't seem to matter who's out there. Uh, he's going to make them relevant, right? You saw MVS get a couple of grabs. He was out there. Mm-hmm. Kelsey did his thing. Juju didn't play, but Mahomes was in was in rare form. I mean, he absolutely lit up the commander's defense. Now, you know, uh, no Chase Young. They're still missing some players, but it's good to see Patrick Mahomes is going to be fine, right? I'm not saying that losing Tyreek Hill isn't going to hurt at some point because I'm sure they will yeah. feel that loss, but... Uh, Mahomes is going to be just fine. Travis Kelsey is going to be be a dog. I'm a little, we talked about it in our Discord, man. Patreon.com forward slash all gas. I know the Dynasty community is rookie fevered, right? They just think every rookie is going to go out here and have a Jamar Chase level season. But Scott Moore looks to be like fifth on the depth chart, man. Like the pecking order of receptions. Yep. We've always said that Scott Moore was more of a 2023 play. But I, I just, listen, Justin Watson looked good. MVS is going to do his thing. Juju's out there. I, I don't know I don't know if people should be penciling in the sky more for eight, 900 yards this season, man. It seems like there's clearly an order, and maybe he will show his, he will show his flashes throughout this season. But it, it, it might be a 2023 thing with Sky Moore. Isaiah Pacheco, I, I don't know if you saw the run where he clearly missed, like, a wide open. Like, no. Mahomes is like pointing run this way and he slams it up the back uh, inside the middle and and misses a hole but it seems like he's going to be a thing but I think people are a little out over their skis with Pajeco. it's probably going to be a lot of CEH a lot of McKinnon mm-hmm. he's a thing but people trading him for for you know trading first round picks for him and doing stupid shit probably not a wise idea I just would not be doing that also, uh, Carson Wentz looked fine, man. Like, I think Carson Wentz is going to be safe this year. Sam Howell is not ready. Uh, I know yeah. we continue to talk about these rookies getting an opportunity, but I don't think Sam Howell is going to just take Carson Wentz's job. And I don't know if that's good or bad for Washington fans, but he's going to be safe. Uh, Jahan Dotson running with the ones, of course. Uh, but the biggest yep. news is Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. And are you shocked? Like, is anybody out there shocked? Is anybody out there shocked? Brian Robinson starts the game at running back. Antonio Gibson starts the game on special teams. Plays throughout the second quarter. B-Rob, listen, we continue to say it. Every signal from the NFL draft until today has indicated that they need to find somebody else to tote the rock. Now, the positive is Gibson looked good 
when he when he got his opportunity, especially in the receiving game, which we know that he was a damn receiver in college. Would it would it be better? Like, just vibe with me here for a minute, Jay. Would it be better if Antonio Gibson were the passing down back? Like, let Robinson grind away between the twenties. Gibson on the field, two minute drill, quick four minute offense, third down situations. Would that be a more fruitful fantasy outcome for us if that's sort of Gibson's role? It would be, but I think the problem is, is that can we actually project that with J.D. McKissick still on the roster, right? If he was gone and you're saying, do you want Brian Robinson and his kind of two down grinder role, or do you want Antonio Gibson and his pass catching role? I think you can make the case for either side, even though I will take Brian Robinson's touchdown upside and then Antonio Gibson more so on the pass catching side. But if J.D. McKissick is there and in the fold, like, Ray, honestly, do you think that Antonio Gibson is a better third down back than J.D. McKissick? Because I think he could be. I think he could he be. He could be. He's more talented, but that's the role J.D. McKissick has had basically his entire career and thrived in that role. Is Antonio Gibson magically going to take that from him? I don't think so, right? That's why Washington brought him back. But it's interesting to see that now they are using Gibson in this role when we knew he could do this all yeah, along. Man. And now they're deciding, and it's basically in his final well, season almost, that he can be a pass catching back in the NFL. And I don't know if they used him in the role per se. I think he just was the second running back, and then he was just on yeah. the field for all of it. But uh, I don't care how you slice it. Gibson looked great when he got the ball. He caught that pass and ran, you know, 20, 30-something yeah, yards. Yeah, Robinson is a problem. Like, I just, I don't, there's, I'm not trying to read any more into it or any less He's a problem. He's going to be, and we said that from the draft. I, I thought that he yeah. would just be that annoying player that's always on the field a little bit more than you want. No matter how you, no matter how you slice it, um, it's just it's not the it's not the ideal outcome that you would want if if you have Gibson rostered in, in fantasy. Uh, I, so, I don't think it's I don't think it's doom and gloom just yet. But the question for you though, this is this is the the biggest question for me. Who do you think should go first in startup drafts and even in redraft leagues? Which one would you take first? Would you take Brian Robinson? Or would you take Gibson. Antonio Gibson? Gibson. Gibson. Okay. And, and it doesn't, and here's the thing, it doesn't matter if, y'all, look across the NFL and how many running backs were like, oh man, this dude's buns. This guy's dust. And yeah. they are trusted in every situation and they can do the job, right? And if you're trusted and you can do the job, you're going to play. It's foot, like, I don't know. I got to yell at y'all for a minute. Stop fucking overthinking the game. If you can play, it doesn't matter what your prospect profile was. Does None of that shit matters once you get to the league, bro. Like, none of that matters, right? If you're going to do the job and be able to execute and the coaches can trust you to be on the field, you're going to play. And if you've earned yeah. that trust from the coaching staff, you're going to play. You're going to play. 100%. People got to get yeah. get 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 your head out of the fucking sky, man. Like it's, they, uh, all right, all right, Jay. I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to. Spit You're some very facts. upset this morning. I'm not. But upset, it's true. But people are just you, you can't just see things one way. Like be objective, be realistic. Yeah. If you're sitting back today, and I have Gibson. I just said you asked me who would I rather have, Gibson or Brian Robinson. I said Antonio Gibson. But you can't sit yeah. back and say, oh, no big deal. This is not, not an issue. He's running. You think Christian McCaffrey's going to run kick return? DeAndre Swift? Yeah. They're going to throw him back there on kick return in preseason? Damian Pierce? In, in preseason, bro. Come no. on, y'all. Come on, dog. No. Come it's on, It's a problem. Dog. Come on. It's a problem, dog. It's a problem, right? I'll tell you, there, there is no problem. There is no problem in Buffalo because the Bills are humming, baby. The Bills... Ooh. The Bills look good. They look ready to go right now. Right now, Jay. I mean, Josh Scary. Allen. You saw it. You saw it. Scary Josh Allen to Gabe Davis. Right? Oh, in the pocket. Give me that. Look at this. Collapsing. Look at this. Collapse, little pirouette. Spin out. Throw it deep. Finds Gabe Davis. There it is. Uh, Gabe Davis. People don't want that Gabe Davis, but Gabe's going to be all right, right? Gabe is going to no, be all right this year. He's going to be all right for sure. For sure, yeah. he's going to be all Josh right. Josh Allen looks in rare form. Uh, the Bills just look form. good. And now, th th this was like Denver's second-team defense. They didn't play anybody, so uh, we're not uh, – they didn't play anybody. But it's good to see that the, that the Buffalo Bills are just fine. Jay, Devin Singletary looked good in the game. 
Um, oh, uh, they just man. they just look good. They look good. What are we gonna do with that backfield, man? Honestly, three uh, backs are gonna I have mean, work in that backfield. Uh, what is it? Zach Moss, two touchdowns in that game. Duke Johnson got some work. I don't even know if he's going to make the roster at this point because I didn't even think that Zach Moss was going to be a thing. We obviously saw some good things from James Cook. Um, the other no notable point that we didn't mention yet is Isaiah McKenzie was the sole slot receiver in three wide receiver sets. Um, we didn't see any Jameson yeah. Crowder. So that was pretty big, right? To see him be the primary focal point. So uh, that's kind of big. But obviously, the story is Josh Allen and Gabe Davis. Those guys were just Diggs killing got a it. couple of balls. Like, they just look good. That whole offense, yeah. I, I, Cook, Singletary, I don't think there's going to be a primary ball carrier. We kind of talked about it yesterday as well that yeah. there might be two, three backs that get seven, eight carries a week. But Motor looked good. Devin Singletary, yeah. people left him for dead, you know, going into last season. And he just he built upon what he did, looked like at the end of last year, and continues to look good. So good for Devin Singletary. Is he somebody that you're going to throw out there and confidently roll out as your RB2? Probably not, but... You know, it's a depth piece, best ball asset. Yeah. Uh, he looked really good. James Cook looked good as well. Jay, I watched my Dallas Cowboys versus the Chargers. Not a <laughs> lot to take away from that one besides the fact yeah. that, hey, uh, I think Patrick, I think it's Patrick Price. I think Marlon. Yeah. I'm trying to remember all the people that were like Josh Palmer, Josh Palmer, because I got to give them some shout out today. Uh, Patrick, yeah. I think it was you. Marlon, I think it was you as well. Josh Farmer looked good. Three for 75, had a touchdown. If he does claim that wide receiver three role with Justin Herbert, pretty solid, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta rock with that, right? Palmer looked pretty damn oh, good, bro. Looked pretty damn 100%. good. Uh also from that game, something deep, kind of deep sleeper kind of talk, Jay. And you know me, I'm Dallas Cowboy Truther through and through. Dalton Schultz, baby. <laughs> Jake Ferguson has been making a yep. name for himself all training camp, all through the practices. I'm not going out there to say Jake Ferguson is the next Dalton Schultz, but Jake Ferguson, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, could that make Dalton Schultz expendable? Ferguson, mm -hmm. very good pass catcher out of Wisconsin, has been making plays all training camp. Just going to throw it out there, man. Just If you're in deep, deep, deep dynasty leagues, deep benches, you got deep taxi rosters, I think Jake Ferguson, if you're looking, I know everybody's all over Isaiah Likely right now, and you should. Yeah. Um, but Jake Ferguson could be one of those guys that, in a good offense with Dak Prescott, if they're saying, I'm not going to pay you, Dalton Schultz, uh, Jake Ferguson looks really good, man. Somebody that I'm sort of sort of intrigued with. Uh, he said, how did Tolbert look? Fine. Fine. I mean, he's all right. I just I, my My enthusiasm for Tolbert is starting to go down a little bit. And the enthusiasm for Schultz and C.D. Lamb are starting to go a little bit yeah. higher. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. Ferguson is just a sleeper. I still don't think he's going to be any kind of usable asset this year, Jay. But I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, usability is one thing. But I think what we're seeing from the from the Dallas Cowboys more than anything, we may see more 12 personnel and 22 personnel than we were projecting because they don't seem to have that wide receiver three. And Jake Ferguson, obviously out of Wisconsin, great blocker, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah a great yeah. third down option. So yeah. for them, I think that's where you may see him on the field more than we're expecting and even more so than a Jalen Tolbert or some of these other guys. We may see a lot of 12 personnel from the Cowboys this season, more than we were projecting for sure. Okay. Anything else from the Chargers uh Dallas game? I didn't see. I know Cavante Turpin Not a lot. had the long yeah. kick return. Don't <laughs> don't pick him up, man. Don't. He's five fast foot, up. whatever, 150 pounds. He's fast, great special teams guy. You're not gonna, you're not gonna throw him out there in any wide receiver role at all, ever. So let's go to the Bucks versus Titans, man. No Tom Brady, but we did see Leonard Fournette. We saw a lot of Rashad White. We know the Bucks yep. offensive line is in shambles, which is scary. Thoughts on Keyshawn Vaughn as the RB2 to start the season. Um, got a lot of run. Got a lot of opportunity in that game. A lot more than Rashad White got in a lot earlier. You know, yeah. like, White had a nice run in that game. I, I think eventually he develops into that backup running back. But it seems like Tampa Bay might trot out Keyshawn Vaughn out there early on. Do you have any interest in picking up Vaughn, who's probably on waivers just about everywhere? A little bit, yeah, just because we know that that role is a fruitful one for running backs, right? We were, Everyone was expecting it to be Rashad White, but if it is Keyshawn Vaughn, I think that's important to know because as much as we may want it to be Key, Rashad White, it could be Keyshawn Vaughn. I think yeah. not having Bruce Arians there is important as well because Bruce Arians didn't seem to like Keyshawn Vaughn a whole lot. And no. so with this new coaching staff, he may have more of a shot, and we saw that obviously. And then as well, um, your boy Tyler Johnson looked all right too in that game. <laughs> 
How do you feel about him? Can he be uh, an option this season for Tom Brady? Tom Brady wasn't feeling Tyler Johnson last year, man, which makes me scared, makes me nervous, man. I don't know. I don't know if I want to dive back down to Tyler Johnson well, but I do kind of want to talk about our boy uh, Bleak Willis, man. He had a couple of nice plays. He played a lot. I think he played through the first half. I meant nice pass right here. Uh, You saw the strength in the pocket right here, progressing through his reads. This is beautiful right here. Went to his third option and then hits that uh, touchdown pass. You see the strength here. All I'll say is you probably don't want Malik out there this season, but he's got some stuff, man, where if if some things, you know, some development continues to happen in his favor, man, this could be be a nice fantasy asset down the line. I, I thought he showed some flashes. Definitely not ready to play right now, but I was impressed yeah. with with some of the raw ability that I saw from Malik Willis as well as Hassan Haskins. Jay, uh, we were looking yesterday at rush attempts per game for just running backs in the NFL. Derrick Henry is up here at the yeah. top of the pantheon, and then what was surprising though, Jay, is when you look at, at inside like the top fifteen, you know, uh, rush attempts per game. Deontay Foreman was inside that top fifteen. The direct yeah. backup to Derrick Henry. So I'm watching Hassan Haskins last night uh, during the game, and he looked pretty damn good. If Hassan Haskins is the backup running back to Derrick Henry, and knock on wood, the king doesn't go down. But if something were to happen to Henry, it's probably going to be a healthy dose of whomever that backup running back is going to be, whether it's yeah. Julius Chestnut, Hassan Haskins. I thought Haskins looked really good, man. So again, deep leagues. Haskins is somebody that I definitely would think needs to be rostered and stashed away. Um, yep. And Evan said it too. Haskins looked good too for what they asked him to do. Gain those tough yards. And again, Deontay Foreman, I think he averaged 13 rush attempts per game once Derrick Henry went down, which was up there towards the top in the NFL. So a very fruitful position. Um, and then with the, the the void of pass catchers, they're probably going to have to lean on the run. Yeah. Really liked what I saw out of Hassan Haskins, man. Yeah, that's a big point. Um, Last year, even with A.J. Brown and some of the other guys they had, like they could have made it work, but they still didn't. And I think that's an important point, right? This year, they have kind of a whole new offense from a pass-catching perspective. And so we'll see whether it's even going to work. But yeah, to your point, it's one of those offenses, again, where you want to try and find that backup who's cheap, who doesn't cost a lot, that if he does hit, obviously has massive upside like we saw last year with Deontay Foreman. So I think this is a great decision, Ray. And um, I believe that Mike pointed out Dontrell Hilliard as well as a potential option as a guy who could fill that role if he's the backup um, if if something happens yeah yeah yeah, no doubt Mike if he's the backup no doubt I I think Haskins is a little better than Hilliard but to your point whomever that backup running back is right probably going to be good let's go Houston LA honestly nothing to talk about from the LA side of the ball I mean they just didn't play anybody so I don't want to talk about Bryce Perkins or John Walford but we do need to talk about the Texans and I started this off in the notes Jay what did I put Davis Mills Shaky AF. Shaky as you know what. Uh, I get it was preseason, but... Not what you want to see. If they have a top three pick, uh, they may want to explore CJ Stroud. I mean, he just... Preseason, but he did not... He looked shaky, man. He looked shaky. Davis Mills looked shaky. Damian Pierce did not play. Why didn't he play, Jay Rich? Well, I mean, it, the reality is, is that he probably didn't play because he's a starter. Probably the he starter. Probably didn't play because he's a starter. Probably Let's the starter. Let's just be honest. Probably a starter. There you go. Do with that what you will. Damian Pierce has looked good. Apparently, he's been balling all camp and he earned that job. Yep. But we'll see. And then the big one, man. You know me. For some reason, I can't quit Michigan wide receivers. It was you Donovan Peoples Jones, Nico Collins. Quit. I just love Michigan wide receivers. They're just. Every Michigan player is so much better once they get underneath the thumb of uh, of Jim Harbaugh. And Nico Collins, baby, is are we going to get it this year? Are we going to get it this year? Nico, uh, baby. Nico Look at how Collins. big he looks, though, Dude, next to Philip no, Dorsett. No, no. Oh I got to show you this one video. There's a play, Jay. Let me, uh, I'm going to pull it up. There's a play from uh, practice, right? And Nico Collins yeah. ran, a, he ran a dig route. Uh, not a dig route, a hitch route. And, I mean, just... How big he is, the speed, it's insane. I'm, I'm going to pull up the video at some point while you're talking, and then uh, I mean, he's, I'm going to show the it. Thing with Nico, so the thing with Nico, right, and I think people need to remember this, is that uh, Matt Harmon's been talking about Nico for a while. Obviously, last year, people expected more from him. He didn't really do a whole lot. But this season, I believe he was 66 percentile in man coverage per reception perception. So there's a lot of things to like with Nico, and obviously Brandon Cook's still going to be there, but they do need another two option. 
that play alone just shows you the size, the strength that we all expected when he went to Michigan and saw none of it because they can't pass the ball. But I think now playing with Davis Mills, hopefully he can have a good season. You know, we'll see what he looks like. Obviously, oh, four receptions, 48 yards, the touchdown here on six targets. You got the clip, right? I got the clip. I got the clip. All right. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, run, let's let it run back. Let's let it run back, right? You just see, like, he's huge, man. Oh, my God. Look at him. Boom, boom, boom. Press vertical. Sit down. Yep. Create the separation right there. Look at him, dude. Boom. It looks like a fade. Stop on yeah, a dime. he's huge. He's huge. So. He's huge. I mean. Just. Yeah. What is he listed at? 6'4", 215? Man, I I don't even believe it. I think he's big. He looks bigger than that even. It looks like he had a growth spurt. He's just massive yeah. human being. Um, but yeah, he could be a thing for sure. Yeah, I think he, he could definitely could be a thing. It's just. Davis Mills, right? Like, what is uh, what is Davis Mills gonna do to get him the ball? So let's I don't go to know, man. let's go to Carolina, New England. Jay, it sounds like uh, you're in a fishbowl. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's my headphones, but it sounds like you're a little bit in a fishbowl. I mean, this fishbowl. Uh, maybe you're in that fishbowl. We'll just keep it going. Uh, Carolina, New England. Jay, I know you're Patriots fan, man. I am that. Those receivers, I it just <laughs> it's and then they lose Tyquan Thornton. I mean. The fact that we're saying they lost Tyquan Thornton lets you know that they needed every able body they possibly can get, and now they don't have him. Yeah. Mac Jones did drop a dime in there to Nelson Aguilar, like 50 yards mm -hmm. downfield. Beautiful throw. Missed a couple early. Well, Aguilar's back relevant in certain leagues. Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker dropped the ball that was behind him a little bit. <sighs> it's offense, man. I'm it's, concerned. It's I'm still concerned. Um, you know, like you said, the, we'll see what happens with the offense overall. I'm not fully sold on what they could be. Like Nelson Aguilar was a thing in preseason last year. He was looking good in the deep ball. But again, when it finally came down to the season, he didn't look good, right? And so losing him, it's going to be more Myers. Hopefully Parker helps out. But it's hard to imagine they improve this season. Roro is saying Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne is heavily in the doghouse right now. He yeah. looked bad last week in practice. Mike Reese reported that he started the fight in practice last week and got kicked yeah. out. It's uh not looking good for Kendrick Bourne right now. As much as I like him, I think he's a great touchdown threat, a big body option in the slot. He's just he's not doing things to be on the field, right? And that's the biggest problem right now. Yeah, Pierre John Strong, Pierre Strong. Yeah, Pierre Strong, nothing. Wolf, Kevin Harris, Wolf. Nothing, man. Uh, uh, Kendrick Bourne, doghouse. This is just... Yeah. Sucks for Mac Jones, man. Sucks for Mac Jones. But somebody said in the chat, on to the next game. Well, 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 real quick, Carolina. Do we have any notes from Carolina? No, none. No. Zero notes no. from Carolina. All right, big game. No one Steelers versus the Jags. This was a big one, Jay, and a lot of people played. This is a big game. And you need to apologize to Trevor Lawrence because he looked damn good. He looked damn good. And I get it. Preseason. But I'm, did he execute the assignment that was asked to him when he when he? Because here's the he thing: here's what you do, you people, you haters. This is what you do: when the player does bad, you shit can him, right? Ah, stunk it up in the preseason game. He's awful, terrible. But then when they do well, ah, it's just preseason. Uh, doesn't count. It's just preseason. Did he execute the assignment, Jordan? He did. He looks good. 14 good? to 21 is good. He threw the ball to Christian Kirk, which is all I ask of him. That's all I ask. Throw the ball to Christian Kirk, run the ball to Travis Etienne. He, he did look good, though. He did look, once TJ Watt got off the field, he looked pretty good oh. because TJ Watt ate him up. <laughs> but other than that, uh, Trevor Lawrence did look good, right? He I'm got the ball. They, always, they played a lot, right? They played I'm encouraged a lot. that he didn't look terrible, right? Like, I and Marvin see... Jones, three targets, 40 yards. Marvin I'm Jones. I'm just saying. Christian Kirk is going. Christian Kirk might Eight be the targets. most undervalued 140 target receiver that you can get in fantasy. Like he's just going to be peppered. And how long we how long we've been saying it? It's again, you don't want it to be a thing. Right. But he probably will, right? He probably will be a thing simply because he's just one of the only guys who's an option there. And if the and if they're going to use him in that role in the offense, so be it. I'll take I'll take the targets. It may not be the best targets, it may not be the most advantageous targets. But I will take the targets because they're probably going to be there this season. But T-Law looked good. I know you, you you liked what you saw from Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett looked pretty good too. Kenny Pickett did look good. What are your thoughts good. on Kenny Pickett? Kenny Pickett did look good. And, I've, I've you know, I'm a man. I'm one of these guys, Mad Jay. If I'm wrong, I ain't got no problem saying I'm wrong, right? We overreacted on Kenny Pickett. I, 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 still, don't think, I still don't think he's going to be some Tom Brady-level passer. Yeah. But we overreacted after four, four days of training camp, calling him a bust. It's terrible. Don't draft him ever. You know, 
I think we overreacted just a tad bit. Pickett looked good. That leg is hurting, Jay. Got to kick it up. Got to kick that leg up. I mean, I mean this, to this be fair, we're still talking about fantasy, right? Which I think the jury is still maybe out on. And then you did put in the notes as well. Claypool playing in the slot, like we reported from, uh, I think about a few weeks ago now, it seemed that it's looking like Pickens will be the outside receiver with Deontay Johnson with Claypool moving into the slot, which is massive for that offense. Claypool playing in the slot is a big problem because he can beat the corners and, or the nickel corners and the safeties. He struggled a little bit more so with those outside corners. So I think overall it could mean big things for what the offense could be. But like we talked about, we're still not sure what is going to happen from the quarterback position. We need them to be good for the players to be good. But overall, I don't really know what to expect. But personally, I think you're right. I think that Pickett did look much better than we were projecting. And he could be a thing if he does start this season. A thing for fantasy or just a thing for the Steelers? From an no, NFL? a thing for fantasy. Okay. Like a thing for, for fantasy, he right? Like I, He's looked good, man. Like, no bullshit. Yeah. He's looked good. Like, just keeping like he, it real. He look, he's if he good. can... If he can get on the field and these weapons are all in right. place, like he should be able to do something if he's good, right? Let and me I think ask he's you shown something. that he's pretty good. Let me ask you something. Mac Jones and Kenny Pickett, probably the same type of quarterback. Probably the same type of quarterback. Man, you're going to do this to me? Just, just answer. Just vibe with me, baby. Damn. Are they probably the same type of quarterback, Mac and Kenny Pickett? I honestly don't think so. I think that Mac is a much better quarterback than Kenny Pickett. But Kenny Pickett has the mobility. Okay. Like if we're going arm talent, like Mac Jones has he has the arm talent other than the the rocket, the rocket arm, but he can throw a deep. They're the same the type of fantasy quarterback. Fantasy, yeah. Probably QB twos, right? Oh, easily. They're not they're not. Who's QB2s. got the better we- like weaponry? Oh, be- better but the better up like the upside play is Kenny Pickett by yeah. leaps and bounds. Isn't it? Right? Because again, one team has an offense, one team doesn't. Like, let's just be real about this situation. The Steelers have one of the best offenses for fantasy football in the league. Like, I don't think you – there's very few offenses that would take over the Steelers from a just a pure weaponry perspective. But it just comes down to is can Kenny Pickett come in and execute versus Mac Jones, who we know can execute, but he has nobody to throw the ball to, nobody around him. That's, that's the, kind of the, that's the, a the problem. problem, Jay. Yeah, like, big problem. That is – like, and I love me some Mac Jones, bro. But who is he going to get the – like, where is it coming from, man? You know, I mean, the crazy thing is we saw it last year and he had to make a lot of plays for that offense last year. And and don't get me wrong. Hunter Henry did his thing. Kendrick Bourne had some good games. Jacoby Myers did some stuff. But again, it's much different than what you get. Can Pickett not be Kirk Cousins? Can he not be Kirk Cousins? I wouldn't go that far. Why not? I wouldn't go that far. Because I don't don't think I don't think he's doing it from a talent perspective. Right. So, again, I I don't want to confuse Kirk Cousins, the quarterback with Kirk Cousins the the fantasy quarterback because he has some guys around him he doesn't have a ton around him he's got some really good talent but he's got he's got a ton around him he was throwing for four thousand yards forty five hundred yards in Washington with nobody around him so he, okay. he's a good quarterback but Pickett for fantasy could be you know back end QB one because of all the players around him right he's got so much available to him if that offensive line holds up you know you look at Pickens Claypool Deontay Najee Fryermuth one of the best units in the league as far as I'm concerned one of the best. Okay. Uh, Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne looked fast. Still missing <laughs> holes left and right, but he looks fast, man. <laughs> he cannot run the ball very well. If he 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 cannot read defenses, but man, if he hits a crease, it's gone. Like lights yeah. out. Etienne, you can just so see the- here's but here's a, a really triggering question for probably a lot of people. And I, I hate to say this, but he reminds me a lot of Daryl Henderson, but just more talent. Like what we see from Daryl Henderson where he can't really hit a hole, but at Memphis, you know, he's going through these seaways with no defenders there. I'm just, again, like you said, if he hits a crease, he's gone. Just like Daryl Henderson, he can catch pass out of the backfield, but he's just a better version of that. So I'm curious what that looks like in the NFL, but it's, it's reminding me a lot of what Daryl Henderson. People don't want to hear that, man, but that, that, I mean, we said it coming out of Clemson. He never had to read a defense and react like it was just lanes, right? Just yeah. it, it has not looked good early, but he is very, very explosive. Very explosive. Yeah. I see a couple of people saying they're not buying the ETN hype. ETN equals Miles Sanders 2.0. And he could be better than Henderson, but it's just the similarities are very striking for me. A guy that did between the tackles, he hasn't quite figured it out yet. And hopefully he does. But yes. out of the backfield, he is a good pass catcher. And Henderson actually is a good pass catcher of the backfield, but he's a little better than that. 
I don't know if he's a good pass catcher. I don't know. <laughs> the, the the thing that is I know is he's going to get opportunity. And oh, yeah. that means something, right? They gave him the ball, what, 10 times in the game? Like, he's going to get opportunity. but Yeah, eight carries, 29 yards, 3.6 a carry, max of 10. And then what do you get from... I'm not, yeah, and I'm he not... I just no he, He's on the field, man. I just... Yeah. Uh, the thing, oh, hold on, I want to, I want to do this. John says the thing I don't understand with ETN is viewing him as an elite pass catcher. His biggest weakness, yes, he's not an elite pass catcher. Like I'm telling y'all out there right now, anybody who thinks he's some elite pass catcher, if your a favorite lot of analyst said that, that, it's crazy. Don't, a lot of people, it's it is dead ass wrong. And uh, the people in the wake up chat who rock with me, rock with DD. Have 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 know all the breakdown of where his receptions came, how he was using the receiving game at Clemson. He is not an elite pass catching running back. Stop the bullshit. Stop box no. score scouting. Like that's 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 not so far from the truth, man. Uh, Vikings 49ers, man. A lot of another a lot of interesting developments in this one. And I'm gonna throw some conspiracy theories out here. There's a lot <laughs> of rumors out there with the Philadelphia Eagles potentially looking to trade for a running back. We're hearing Kareem Hunt being rumored to Philadelphia. I also saw one the other day of Alexander Madison. And I'm like, hmm, why would the Vikings trade Alexander Madison? Well, Jay, they have Ty yeah. Chandler, who has looked outstanding so far in preseason. He's been good in pre uh, practice camp reports. And maybe... Ty Chandler makes Alexander Madison a little more expendable. They know they're probably not yeah. going to re-sign him. And I think his no. contract is up after this season. So maybe get yeah. something for him. Get a sixth rounder for him. Get a fifth, whatever they can fetch for a running back. Get something back for Madison and let Ty Chandler have the job. He's looked outstanding, man. And I think he'd be more than comparable backup to Dalvin Cook. I don't think he's, he's no threat to Cook whatsoever. But Ty Chandler, man, somebody that I liked a ton. I know he was older. The prospect profile was, oh, he's 24, he's six-year senior. I don't give a shit yeah. about any of that. Two to three years. Can can Ty Chandler be serviceable for two to three years? And I think the answer is 100% yes. Mike Zimmer was correct. Kellen Mond does stink. He's not good. Yeah. Kellen Mond, no bueno. Not very good. Trey Sermon, not very good. Uh um. It looks like it's going to be Elijah Mitchell, Jordan Mason, and Tyrion Davis-Price as the primary yep. rushers. I, I I don't know what's going on with Jeff Wilson. I, I can't I can't pretend to be as in tune with what's going on with Jeff Wilson. TDP got a lot of carries, had a nice run, broke a whole bunch of tackles. Jordan Mason, everybody from the San Francisco circle said, there's no way this dude clears waivers. He's going to make the final 53. So there you yeah. go. Some deep running backs that you can kind of go get, um, you know, in, in deeper dynasty leagues. Uh, Ty Chandler, uh, don't pick up Kellen Mond and Trey Sermon. Can we stop with the Trey Sermon experience? Now, my Las Vegas Raiders, my Vegas Raiders, and the Miami Dolphins played. And the big takeaway from that one, Jay, is Mike Gusecki stinking it up, missing blocks left and right, playing into halftime when none of the other starters were out there. And then this running back, like, it's going to be a shit show, man. Like, they're oh. just going to roll out. They're just going to platoon backs it seems like it's going to be Edmonds. It's going to be Sony. It's I damn Savan Ahmed is out there taking carries. Miles Gat. I have no clue what to make of this Miami backfield, man. None, none. I mean, do you think it could just be Chase Edmonds though? I like, hope so. We haven't seen a lot from Chase Edmonds, but I think that three three carries for three yards is god awful. But I mean, Got three I, it's carries, just man. I'm hoping I'm hoping that they just pass the ball more, right? For Tua's sake, for Tyreek Hill, for Jalen Waddle. Because it, they haven't shown the ability to run the ball for years, but they continue to do it. I'm hoping this year, whether it's the scheme, maybe they're just showing nothing in the preseason, which is fully possible. Mike McDaniel's kind of keeping things close to his vest. But we have to see something to instill some confidence that they can succeed this season running the football, and we just haven't seen that yet. So I'm kind of with you. I don't, I don't know what to expect, but Gasicki is definitely going to be a problem this season. Like he's like a bad if you have him, I don't think you want him. No, a bad problem. He was quoted saying, I'm learning a new position. Honestly, I played receiver last year. I played receiver the last three, four years. I'm playing tight end now. What, is that, what does that say to you about Mike Gusecki, the player, and what he learned at Penn State, what he learned at Miami? Nothing, apparently. He's not playing tight end, but now he is. He's supposed to be blocking all this stuff. He could be very bad for fantasy this season. If you got him, you probably want to trade him. Because if he can't block, why is he even going to be on Miami next season? Yeah. Like, let's be real. They're going to need a blocking tight end. And who's that going to be? We don't know. But Miami's definitely going to be looking for one if Kaseki can't get it done this season. Oh, boy. Skylar Thompson. Is he worth a, is he worth a stash? This, this, 
I'm just saying. You, I'm not, you I'm, were very critical of, of old Skylar Thompson back in the day. Back when we did the mock drafts, he said, Skylar, Skylar Thompson, yuck, I believe was the I direct quote. I still think he's yuck, but man, he's been balling. Is he worth it? I'm just, I'm just asking, man. I'm not, I'm not making him a priority ad here, but is he deep, deep leagues? Would you be stashing Skylar Thompson? I don't think so, okay. but he did look good. He did, and he can run, he's right? That's the good. biggest thing. He can run. He's looked good. A lot of guys look good. He could in run, it, he could run in college, too. Like, that's what he did. Yeah. He just ran all over the place, man. We'll see. We'll see. Just keep your eye out. Give, should give you, him one more week. Should maybe, you be stashing Daniel week. Jones still? Where are you at with Daniel Jones? He had a Danny he had a good game. He had a good game yesterday by Daniel Jones standards. He should have been 15 <laughs> for 16. No interceptions. Yep. The one interception clanked off the hands of Daniel Bellinger, and then it was picked off. Uh, he, he completed passes, man. Like yeah. it was, this was a, I'm trying to be fair, right? It was a better outing for Daniel Jones than we had seen, right? I don't know what that yeah. means. I don't know if that's good or bad. Probably doesn't matter, but it was a better outing for Daniel Jones. Deshaun Corbin, I think he's going to be the backup to uh, Saquon Barkley, man. I like Corbin coming yeah. out. I liked him when he was at A&M. Talked about him coming out of Florida State, just limited opportunity. Uh, may end up carving out that backup role behind Saquon Barkley. He's got some nice juice. Chris Evans, uh, you saw the long kick return for Chris Evans. I think mm-hmm. he eventually takes over the backup role over Samaje Pirine. Uh, Kevon Thibodeau hurt his knee. I didn't hear any reports on that, but Thaddeus Moss chop blocked him, hurt the knee. Yeah. Thibodeau looked bad. He said he, but, feel, he said he feels good, but we're waiting on the MRI results right now. I felt good after I tore my Achilles, too. I walked out of the stadium, man. I was like, ah, oh, man, it's just a cramp. I feel all right. But Corbin Corbin looked all right, man. Corbin looked all right. Deep rosters, taxi. What has he become? Probably nothing. But yeah. just giving him his props, he looked good in that uh, preseason game. Jay, we got to talk about him uh, because everybody oh, loves sk- him. Okay, hold up. Hold up, though. Oh, my are, bad, you skipping my over Col- are you skipping over Colin Johnson? You, don't, oh, you want nothing to do with yeah, Colin yeah, Johnson? Colin, yeah, go ahead. So I just want to point out, because Colin Johnson's looked good two weeks in a row yes. now, playing playing with the ones, right? Yes. So I just wanted to point that out. You know, big body receiver. You know, he's got the wingspan. He can jump a little bit. I, I think that he could be something. So I would just point that out. Don't fade Colin Johnson. If he's out there, maybe you go pick him up because he may get more run than we're expecting in uh in this season so i would i would look to see maybe he's out there not to say he's be playing over oh is he back yeah he's back this season five star look Pete broke the nose tom, tom brady, brady is back he is back good so he didn't retire good. and clearly didn't win the mass singer so tom brady is back but yes colin johnson has looked good jay i give you that yeah. straight up I, I, good. I definitely want people to remember that colin johnson does look good i think he could potentially see a role in this offense if if it means anything i don't know eric's saying roster clogger i'm fine with that yeah but if you yeah. do care Maybe you go look at Colin Johnson a little bit. What about uh, what about the fourth string wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers? How does he look? He looks good with what he can do, right? He can go up and get a ball. He's big. He's not getting pressed at the line, which looks good for him. Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs, man. Getting it. Doesn't this look Devontae Adams-esque right here? Back shoulder fade. Good ball by Jordan Love. I'm gonna, kind of not we're gonna back clip shoulder, that. We're going to have to clip. We're going to have to clip that one. Is that look good Devontae Adams that's right there. Yeah, he did look I good. Just, it's just where in where in the 87 little Donald Driver action from back in the day. No, no, Donald Looking Driver really was 80. That's Jordy Nelson, 87. Oh, it's well, Jordy yeah, Donald Nelson. Driver there you was go. 80. Donald Even better. Yeah, Dubs look good. Romeo Dubs look good. I like that. Tyler Goodson had a good game in that one yep. uh from the from the Packers looking like he's going to carve out that number 3 running back role. Your boy Taysom Hill caught a pass, you know, at tight end. I don't know if there was a lot to take away from this game outside of Romeo Dubs. Chris Olave, first touchdown? What'd you say? Chris Olave, first touchdown? Chris Olave did score. Yep, Chris Olave did score his first touchdown. Nice touchdown for Olave. Uh, Probably going to factor in, be a nice complimentary piece for Jameis Winston in the New Orleans Saints. Tyler Goodson again, though. Uh, Deep leagues, talking about a running back, one, one injury away from getting some opportunity that could very well be one Tyler Goodson. We also had the Detroit Lions and the Indianapolis Colts play, Jay. This game was on, I believe this was on Saturday. I think this was a Saturday game. Um, for me, Sam Ellinger, it's always fun to watch him because he cashes preseason fantasy score bets on prize picks. But other than that, Alec Pierce still waiting for him to make a big play. I see it in yep. practice, and we have yet to see it in a game. Still waiting for that to come to fruition. Wasn't a ton to take away from there because none of the none of the horses played 
in that game. None of none of the none of the big dogs played. Then we had Philadelphia versus Cleveland. Philadelphia versus Cleveland. And uh, we got to see some Kenneth Gainwell. Got a lot of action. Kenny Gainwell got a lot of action. And it's reported that there's no timetable, Jay, for Miles Sanders' return. And that's why we kind of mm-hmm. talked about. We saw you know, during the joint practices, Nick Sirianni talking with Kareem Hunt. You know, Jerome Ford looking good. Maybe giving yeah. Cleveland the flexibility to say that we don't have to pay Kareem. We got Jerome Ford here. We have Dearness Johnson. We got him on that tender, tenure, tender, tender. Two years, second year tender. Uh, you know, maybe they can let Kareem Hunt go. But a lot of people have asked me, Ray, can Gainwell be the guy? I like him. Not yet. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, the speedster, Devon Allen, the Olympian, had a long touchdown Dude. run. Doubt he's going to make the roster this year, but that's some scary speed. Maybe they could stash him on practice squad. And maybe a year or two from now, he becomes something if he continues to stick with it. Our boy Jalen Rager, two for 17. <laughs> Continues the camp dominance, getting targeted in the preseason. Um, and then from the other side of the ball, I know David Bell had a really good game for Cleveland. So that should be exciting for people who have uh, David Bell. You know, his prospect profile coming out was really nice. And, you know, now that we know Deshaun Watson's only out for 11 games, maybe there's some opportunity for one David yep. Bell. Uh, the big game, or I guess the night game, I'm not going to say the big game, but Baltimore versus Arizona. Baltimore, 22 straight preseason wins, man. That's something that they prioritize. Insane. They want to win, and good for them. And is Tyler Huntley the best backup quarterback in the NFL? For fantasy, I'd say yes. Best backup, no. He's good, man. Yeah, he's good. He's really You think good. he could be a starter? Like, if he got an opportunity, could Tyler Huntley be a starter? Like is is, I don't, is he a I starting? Don't really think like so. think about it. Would Maybe. you ra- let me ask you this? Let me ask you this. Let me vibe with me here. Would you rather roll out Davis Mills or Tyler Huntley? I'd rather have Davis Mills. Mitch Trubisky or Tyler Huntley? Oh, see, I I think I'm still Mitch. The problem is, is that you're you're going to bring up guys that have stink on them already. Tyler Huntley doesn't of have course. the stink. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to say but he didn't exactly win games Tyler for Geno Smith and Drew Locke or Tyler Huntley. I think I'd want to see Tyler Huntley win that job, personally. Yeah, Mariota or Huntley. You're getting closer. I think I'd I think I'd rather see Huntley, but I think Mariota should probably start. He's still number two pick in the draft. Wentz or Huntley? Oh, Wentz! Come on, come okay, on! Just asking. Come on. Look good, man. Tyler Huntley had a game, man. Thirteen for yeah. fourteen, one twenty-nine, one touchdown. Uh, he also had you know two carries, nine yards. Isaiah Likely, the big winner, eight catches, a hundred yards, one touchdown. Find me a quarterback who loves the tight end more than Tyler Huntley. And if Tyler Huntley does get a job, if he does get a job, I am immediately picking up that tight end because he will just pepper the tight end with targets. Huntley looks good, man. Looks good, Jay. Uh, And that's that's the problem, right, is that he does hyper-target tight ends. He's not good for wide receivers. So I think that's where you see the limits in his game week after week. You know, great for Mark Andrews, but not great for everyone else involved on that offense. Okay. All right, I think we went through. We've got one game tonight, Jay. We've got the uh, the Joe Flacco-led Jets versus the oh, uh, Marcus Mariota-led Falcons tonight. I do not believe Drake London is playing in that one. What's his injury? A knee bruise, something like that? I don't, I don't know what his injury is, but he hadn't practiced all week. I have little interest in this game. I guess to see some Algier. I got to see our boy, Brees Hall, Miss McDaniel. Brees' mom is a supporter of the show, so we got to yes, shout out Brees and see what Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson do. But overall, a lot of, lot of backups played. A lot of these guys are going to be cut. The Arizona side of the game, Jay, uh, Trace McSorley was the quarterback. You don't want Trace McSorley. Eno Benjamin, all reports Eno Benjamin has not been standing out in, in camp. Darrell Williams didn't do anything this game. You know, Benjamin didn't do anything this game. Keontae yeah. Ingram, I think he had one nice catch, uh, uh, a nice catch in that game. But uh, it seems like it's going to be James Conner. I know people want to bury him, you know, bury him and get Conner out of there. Yep. But if if this is what they're working with behind him, it's probably just going to be a healthy dose of damn James Conner, right? And then you're trying to figure out, is it Eno? Is it Darrell Williams? And we probably don't want either of those guys, right? Yeah, no, I don't really want either of them, honestly. Um, but yeah, to your point about the game tonight, it, it is in New York, right? It's probably going to rain, so we may not see as many starters as we hoped. Yeah, uh, I think we stinky. saw that. I think we saw that in Philly as well. They, we didn't see the starters play, I think, because of the weather. So we'll see. But I'm hoping we see some guys play because it would be fun. But with the rain, um, there's ten, like even here, there's potentially a lot of rain. I know even in Texas, you guys are looking at some rain oh, too. Flooding, so man. It could be interesting. That's yeah. flooding bad. 
biggest takeaway. What's what's the biggest? What has you mm. most excited coming out of this preseason? Uh, preseason week two. You're like just I think some, it. Ha- I think it has to be Damian Pierce right now. Um, for me, he's got to be the number one story. A guy that we we every year it's which running back can be the RB one for their team heading into the season. Who can win the job? Mm-hmm. It's looking like it's Damian Pierce. I think he has to be the number one story so far. What do you think is the number one story? I mean, it's low hanging fruit, but man, I just and I get it. It was versus their second team defense, but Buffalo, man, like I just. I, I know good. I know a lot of people like I know a lot of people are like ah oh, sell Gabe Davis and I get it right it, his his price got really high and you could have capitalized and got a lot and I think that's the right play but if you do have Gabe Davis I think it's just I think all these guys are gonna smash Diggs is gonna do his thing Davis is gonna be a very usable asset whether it's in lineup leagues or best ball Isaiah McKenzie's yep. gonna get burned like the Buffalo offense man I just want a piece of it James Cook. Devin Singletary, yep. Josh Allen, like it, it is scary. You talked about putting in a bet for what is he ten to one odds to win NFL yeah, 10 MVP? Yeah, ten to one boosted ten to one. Yeah, he's normally I think seven or seven and a half to one. He's he should be the favorite. Like, and I've talked about this. I feel like we've talked about this for years. Last year he could have won the MVP, but didn't because Aaron Rodgers was phenomenal. Yes. It feels like this could be finally the year. You know, he's been right there, number two, number three for a couple of years. And people want him to win the MVP. I think he's going to really gun for it this season. He could have an amazing year, honestly. And, and the way that they're looking right now with Davis and Singletary and Moss and Cook yeah. and Isaiah Hodgins may get run. Khalil Shakir looks yeah, good. Khalil like, looks, Crowder, looks good. Like, everybody on that offense looks good, ready to roll, like ready to make a title run. I think Buffalo is very motivated. Josh Allen's very motivated. And they just look like they're just all, all cylinders are just clicking right now for the Buffalo Bills. Could be a phenomenal season for everyone involved. Absolutely, man. There it is. We went through every game. Jay, we got one more tonight. Don't know how much uh, how much action we'll get out of that, but we will be tapped in uh, to that. Good show today. Appreciate everybody uh, coming to hang out with us this morning. I hope you all have a fantastic week. Start your Monday off the right way. Go out there. Be great, man. Go attack the day. Seize the day. Make shit happen today, baby. Make shit happen. Take advantage of every opportunity. Make sure you smash the thumbs up button. Subscribe. Like the content. If it's your first time tapping in with us, Thank you. We appreciate you being here. Wednesday, going to do a little college football talk. The college football season is here. Let's talk about some of these 2023 prospects, which which games we should be paying attention to for this upcoming season for week one. Subscribe to the newsletter below. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Jay, anything you want to say to people before we get out of here? We got one super chat I got to get to, too, from Jimbo. Well, let's do this. Let's do this. What's good, y'all? Let's do the sounder for Jim. Yeah. I get on the show. We get no super chats. You do the show, and you freaking made $300, man. What's good, y'all? At the 107 for an RBT, RB needy team. James Cook or jump on the Damian Pierce train? Uh, too early for Pierce, man. I can't do it. You got to go Cook. You can't man. do it, eh? I couldn't do it. Not at 107. If I if I yeah. had to take a running back, I'm taking James Cook. I'm not doing that. I'm not taking yeah. Pierce at 17. Can't do it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Can't it's, do it. It's tempting, though. It is tempting. It's tempting. I did move him we up. We just don't know he's the starter yet. Then, uh, If he was the starter, would you take him or no? Like if it was announced yesterday. I mean, he is. He I think starter. he is the starter, and I still wouldn't take him, man. I still okay. wouldn't take him, man. Still wouldn't take him. I moved him up inside my top twelve, though. Rookie ranks. I got him at like twelve. Yeah. I take him. I take him mean. at the back of the first. I take him at the back of the first. I'm not taking him at the seventh spot. So, there you go. There you go. Hope y'all enjoy it, man. Have a good day. We'll be back on Wednesday. College football stuff, man. Appreciate y'all tapping in. We out of this thing. Peace. Peace.